Hey friends, welcome to Free and Light, a podcast designed to help you slow down and live in rhythm with Jesus so you can experience life to the full. Hey, I'm your host, Tim Shelton, and I'm here with my friends, joined by our producer and creative director, Josh Calizano. Hey guys. We've got our executive director, personal coach, and my best friend of over 40 years, Bill Holbrook. Four zero, what's up everyone? And storyteller, co-founder of Sequel, my beautiful wife, Kelly Shelton. Hey everyone. <laughs> well, here we are guys, another episode, another month of focus on a spiritual practice. And we've we've sort of hit two big ones this year. In, uh, in early in the year, we talked about spiritual rhythm and fresh eucalyptus <laughs> and we t- we did talk about <laughs> yes fresh which eucalyptus. might not make any sense to somebody just jumping in but also true so if you want to <laughs> know what we're talking about go back and and check out episode two on rhythm and trust me you'll you'll thank us later uh and then last episode episode four we talked about the practice of settling before jesus creating some space to be still before god and bill I had tons of that over Christmas, COVID, COVID Christmas, as we call it in our home. Tell us more. Uh, there was a disproportionate amount of quarantine settling that happened. It was great. Did God have a lot to say to you, Bill? Not the first two days. We <laughs> okay. were not speaking terms. Yes. <laughs> I love you, that. You and Aww. about a billion people, it right. feels like. Yeah. So these two practices, you know, spiritual rhythm being kind of the overarching umbrella of of all the practices and then the practice of settling before God, I feel like they're going to really set up our conversation today yeah. um, because we need, you know, that kind of quiet space to settle our soul before we get mm-hmm. into what we're going to talk about today, which is prayer. And it's, yeah, it's yeah, a big it's one. A, it's a big topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big, it's a big topic. And I gotta be honest, I really like, this is something I really struggle with on a lot of levels. Yeah. And I think um, if we're all being honest, I think, well, maybe not everybody. I, I mean, I know plenty of people, uh, I mean, in, in Christian world or whatever, they're, they're sort of known as prayer warriors, people that you know you can count mm-hmm. on and go to. But I know for me, I'd probably be in your camp, Tim, just being honest. I think a lot of people actually struggle, not with like necessary, necessarily the concept of prayer, but like, how does it work? What is it? I like, just have so intricacies. many questions. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, all right, before we jump into it, like true confession, <laughs> I spent... Way, 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 way too much time prepping for this conversation. And I was trying to figure out somewhere where we could insert the clip from Talladega Nights. Oh boy. It, you know the one I'm talking about. Dear Lord, oh, baby no. Jesus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of yes. Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Please stop. <laughs> Sweet eight pound. 12 ounce little baby Jesus. I like my Jesus in a tuxedo. Oh. I feel like. Okay. We've officially offended half of our audience. Kelly, so. just depends on, it, it just depends on if they have the right audience. And I may have even tried to get it in up until the moment that we sat down. Cause I texted you guys the clip today. Be like, what do you think about this? Yeah. In. Yeah. Well, that would have been the beginning of the end. With a legal notice. I just like, prayer's a big topic. You know, I struggle with it and I just, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't, I got a, I got a lot of questions on it. Um, Do you have a a little more you could share about why you struggle, like why you, why do you struggle with prayer? Well, like when you say, when you say you struggle with prayer, you're saying it's hard for me to pray. No, it's not hard for me to pray. It's not hard for me to pray. I just think that we have this view of prayer, like, like a genie in a bottle, like I'm going to rub the lamp and I get three wishes and like, mm-hmm. he should give me 
what I want. Right. Well, I think a lot of that, Tim, growing up in some of the same kind of churches that you did, a lot of that people bring from church of origin, right? And, and the family of origin and kind of where they bring that from, that we all have these different starting places that we engage in prayer with. Well, and I think back to what you're saying, Tim, like that analogy of Aladdin, rub the lamp, wish for more wishes. <laughs> but I think it, I, it, oh gosh, so who's singing? <laughs> I think it comes, be, even there's like, if we cherry pick certain scriptures, yeah, we, yeah. you can make a very valid case, ask and you shall receive, knock and the door is open and totally. the wishes of your heart will be granted to you, et cetera, et well, cetera. And we, you know, I say we meet Bill and I grew up a little bit like, um, would you call it prosperity gospel? Uh, it was it was prosperity gospel. Name light. it, claim it. Yeah, like Ish. yeah, Ish. yeah, like one step below. Yeah, and so that's I guess that's in like so many like. Well, I remember one time Tim, people. I remember one specific time in prayer that somebody in our church was ridiculed because something didn't happen in their life, and they were just told they didn't pray hard enough. And so there, there's those kind of things that we all walk into us and the listeners right now all walk into this conversation with. There's like these gray areas. Where like, I think if I apply it to my life, I have a lot of health stuff. So I have rheumatoid arthritis and I've been kind of in this bumpy journey where I'm like, okay, God, I, I want you to heal me. I believe you can heal me, Yeah, but it's okay if you don't, it's okay if you don't heal me because I trust you and I know you have a purpose and a plan. So I think, you know, therein lies. I think what you're getting at, so here I, just thinking of this spiritual baggage. That's the, those are the two words that came Dude, to that's mind. That's a great word. Spiritual baggage. Like we all have this family of origin. We all have this story that we bring into our relationship with God. And then we have, would you say church of origin? Yeah. That's interesting. I've never actually heard that before. The church of origin as well. And then all the trauma in our messed up brokenness, church of origin. Yep. That might be my next book. Never mind. You should, tra- <laughs> you should trademark that. Okay. Um, and so then what my point is, is we begin to build a narrative around what prayer is and isn't informed by all those things. Yes. And not informed by scripture and, mm. and maybe even informed by our experiences that either validate or invalidate what we've been taught outside of the bounds of scripture. Right. He didn't answer sure. this question this one time. And right. so he must not fill in the blank. Yeah. And just, just a disclosure as we jump into this, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, people out there listening, we want to make sure, you know, we are not experts in this subject. We are four friends sitting around a table that have learned some things about Jesus along the way and have learned some things about scripture, but we are not experts. We are in this, this muck of what mm-hmm. is this just like you are. We are just inviting you to pull up a chair <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Yeah. be in this conversation of what we think. Yeah, that's good. You know, the funny thing is I say, I've got all these questions that I know you guys share because we've worked them out together. There are actually some things I firmly believe about prayer mm-hmm. too. And oddly enough, it does come from experience. Yeah. So I've got all these questions. Like I got a long list of questions, but I also have some things I firmly believe about it. So I guess where I'd start some of the conversation is like, so what is, what's the point of prayer? And that's, that's such a big question for me. And this is, this is just my, my stance on it. I think it's, it's building connection and intimacy with God. Like you said a minute ago, Kelly, God, you haven't healed me yet. I trust you. But in that that process of interacting with him, there's a trust and a connection and an intimacy built. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, we have in other circles, whether it's around our campfire or around the dinner table, whatever we've, I mean, just at the very, I don't know, catalyst for this podcast and all that stuff. We're like, what is, it's kind of like, what is the point? 
so we're asking the question, what is the point of prayer? But we're also, we've asked the question of all of these things that we are guiding people in. And we've circled back around to a lot of the times that maybe it's church of origin or whatever the baggage. <laughs> I win. An assumption that the goal is to understand, you know, so very mm. head, understand, mm. understand, understand. When Bill, what you said is connection and intimacy. I go to the word no. Yeah. Like to K-N-O-W, mm-hmm. no. So it's, it's not to understand the mysterious creator of the universe, although that would be great. And I think our small little human brains want that so bad. But what we're talking about here, I think what Jesus showed us when it came to prayer, it's about knowing, which is intimacy, connection, mm, yeah. communication, depth, et cetera, et cetera. So I, when you ask that question, I'm like, oh, I think that is actually... Well, I think purpose. back to what Tim Bolke said in, in our first interviews, like sometimes there's something there and sometimes there's not. Yeah. And the, the longer I've kind of marinated on that kind of statement, I'm like, that might be more profound than I actually realized in the moment as we were talking. And there's something that happens in us when we meet God in prayer where it's aligning our hearts with him. So it's, it's saying this is how I think or feel about this situation, but I want to align it with you and God, what, what do you want for this? I mm-hmm. want what you want. So that's, so I said, there are some things I firmly believe about prayer, right? So there's a full disclosure. There's a lot we don't know as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but there is one thing I know deep to my core and that is prayer is about surrender. Mm. Well, but think about that. Just to, to piggyback, if intimacy with another human is surrender and vulnerability, loss of control, entering into a relationship with someone that you, you cannot control them, but you are submitting to them and coming into relationship with them. I mean, that, that fits the bill. Well, so I, you guys have heard me say this before. I pray this line. I, it, it's just, it's literally the, uh, the position of my heart when I pray and it's, Jesus, I want what you want. And it's like a checkpoint, if that makes sense. Like when I settle over great coffee, uh, always, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when I settle, it's like, and Jesus, thank you for Ethiopian blend. And uh, I want what you want. And if it's not true in my heart, I don't move any further. But if it is true, like in that moment, then I'm like, okay, now we can get on to whatever it is you want to talk about. Or some things I like, I'd like to talk to you about, cause I got questions. Um, and it's like a, a posture of surrender that leads me into whatever it is we're going to do for the day, you know, uh, in, in some sort of way. So that line, like, I want what you want. I, I think that's why I have questions about prayer. Because if you don't want what he wants, what are you doing? Bringing my list of... Bingo. Rub the genie. Out comes Will Smith. Oh. And... <laughs> I, I would like those are fighting words because it's Robin Williams. <laughs> I understood. But side note, like if you could have one wish, what would it be? Oh, you can't ask for more wishes. Okay. We're not going to go there. Sorry. That's a rabbit trail. Okay, sorry. Yes. Uh, is. But you, you get what I'm saying? Like if, if you're going to come before the God of the universe and you don't want what he wants, like, I think that's where I come back to what Jesus says in Matthew. I think it's Matthew seven. Like if you ask in my name, if you ask, I think Eugene Peterson says in the message, if you ask along the lines of what I'm doing and what I'm up to, mm-hmm. then you will receive. And I think church of origin, Bill, like totally. Yeah. I'm like, 
wait, don't you just name it and claim it? You're talking about a one to three degree shift. Yes. Yeah. It's small. Yeah. yeah, The surrender piece. Like what if he doesn't want to heal you? Oh, absolutely. And, and you can look at both sides of the coin where I would not be so close to Jesus. I wouldn't be leaning into him. I need him. I need his strength. I need him to physically strengthen my body. Tim and I, I would even say, uh, you know, you you have the posture here of I'm, I'm I want what you want. That's my starting point. I think for me, from a vulnerability standpoint, there are times I enter into prayer and I don't even know what I want. And so as I mm. sit there, and as I and this is something that I've learned over my experience of less words is more. So as I sit there in quiet, and I almost it's almost like when I put my two year old to bed at night. We're not talking. I'm just sitting there holding him, mm-hmm. and there's a connection there and an intimacy there. The longer I sit in that, the longer I feel that pull to be aligned with God. And sometimes the, the, the best I can muster at that moment is, God, I don't want what you want right now, but I'm just going to sit here with you. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Well, join us next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you think about it, when we think about prayer, right? Like we have this concept that prayer is just this two-way communication, but really prayer is worship. Prayer is listening. Prayer is mm-hmm. settling. Prayer is going on a walk and looking at the sunset. Prayer is any kind of communication with God that builds that intimacy and connection. And so we may all start from different places, but uh, that surrender piece is huge. Yeah. And I love what you said about sometimes there's just no words. It reminds me of Ecclesiastes 5, 1 through 2. It says, you know, let my words be few. Yeah. It's this idea of like you're coming before the God of the universe. He knows everything. He knows you before you are formed. He like beautifully and wonderfully made you. He knows, he sees you in the dark. He sees you in the light. He knows what you're going to say before you say yeah, it. So like, sometimes right? you don't even need to say anything. So like <laughs> sometimes like when we come before him, like, let's just chill. Yeah. Let my words be few. And if you don't want what he wants, let that be enough. That's when, well, you know, you think about this idea of what's your, what's your deepest longing for you and God. Right. And I think sometimes sitting in that prayer moment of God, I'm just here. I want to be with you. There's nothing for us to do. I, I don't need this fixed. I don't want you to fix it. I just honestly want to be with you right now. Mm-hmm. Think about your spouse or your friend or, or somebody you've had that moment with. That's an intimate moment. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times there's no words. I, I was just thinking about what you said, Bill. That at first I was like, no, he's wrong. When Bill <laughs> was saying, well, it's, a, it's this walk when mm-hmm. you see beauty and you know all the characteristics. And I just had a little check in my... I don't know, head, heart, whatever. But it's like, I think we like to have things in their, in their lanes, their buckets or whatever, mm-hmm. but maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's because we, we either, we need the control or the order or whatever, but maybe when it comes down to a lot of the things that we do talk about around this table, but specifically this one, it's like, oh, prayer. Well, that fits in this box. And but like a it, box to check. Mm, you know? So if we're yeah. removing it from a like, box to check. Oh my gosh. Kelly, will you, Tell me more about that. <laughs> <laughs> that is not something we're just checking off. Prayed today. Check. So just just one true Check. confession. Like when somebody's like, will you pray for me on this? Do you know that I pray for them immediately so that I can check the box? Oh, I thought you were going to say something like, no. Nope. So I stop and I I do. I no, I'm like, because I, I mean, I genuinely want to pray for them. Yeah. Like, otherwise I just won't pray for them. But I'm, like, I don't want to forget. And so I'm like, I have to do that religious spiritual thing and i'm like why do i do that that's so funny man my line when somebody says this i say yeah absolutely when god brings you to my mind i'll pray for you (laughs) 
Oh, geez. Now our audience thinks so much no, less of us. Yeah. Not, like God wants to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So <clears throat> I'm reading this book uh, called Prayer by Richard Foster. Oh, friend okay. of mine sent it to me. It is amazing, by the way. So we'll put this, uh, the link to this classic book in the show notes. And I believe A.W. Tozer has a great book on prayer. It might even be called Prayer as well, uh, which I've read. They're both great. But the Foster book <clears throat> talks about like 10 or 12 different types of praying. Yeah. And that's one thing that's sort of blowing my mind right now. So it's super practical and, and wholly moving as well. Cause I'm, I'm worrying about like prayer of tears and the dark night of the soul and all these different things. And I'm like, Oh, I have done that before. I have like cried before the Lord in a deep way. And Oh, now I see what he's doing. He talks, he talks about just being with the Lord and things like that. So I would recommend that book to anybody, but let's get, Practical. The reason I bring that up is because it's such a good, practical, and deep book as well. Um, let's talk through some simple, practical things on prayer. This month is all about prayer around seek well. The daily rhythm is about prayer, and we'll get into that in just a second. But Bill, like, walk me through. Like, what's the first thing if you want to develop a life of prayer? What's the first thing that you do? Yeah, one of the things for me personally is I have to have a time and a place. And, uh, you know, when getting the wiring and personality profile, I'm a, I'm a regimented individual. And so for me, I, I have a, uh, Kelly, you're laughing. I'm, you're laughing for I'm glad you said it because I was like, to laugh. nobody made <laughs> insert eye contact. Joke. <laughs> insert joke here. No, uh, I have nothing yeah, to say. I mean, for me, I, I have this little, like, it's like a, this little closet in my room, literally, or in our house. That's this little room in the corner and it's like three feet by six feet. And I have a desk in there and I try to keep my technology out of there. And uh, that's my place. And my time is in the morning and I have to have that. The other thing I would just say to develop that life of prayer is don't complicate it. Just make it simple. If you don't have words, don't use words. You know what the first chapter in Foster's book is called? What? Simple prayer. There you go. See, I haven't read it You yet. didn't even know that, no. did you? That's <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think just that simplicity of, hey, God, I'm here and man, it's early or late or, or whenever, yeah. or, or it's in this, this five minutes in my day when my kids are asleep. But I think in that to go, God, I want to keep this simple. I, I just want to be with you right now. Right. So time and a place. Yeah. Simplicity. Josh, yeah. Um, I would say for, especially for me, like the settling part. Right. We talked about that last, ep last episode. Yeah. Um, but that implicate we talked about how the implications of that are 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 huge but in something like i would say devoted time of prayer where it's like i have a mental state of like uh, this is going to be a part of what i'm going to do then it's uh it's kind of clearing the room clearing the deck a little bit of what you just said a few minutes ago tim of like i want what you want and what we talked about in that episode of very first things first yep. Um, yep. a very unselfish way of approaching and that, that brings in that surrender Right. You're unhurried. Yeah. It's like this effortless surrender. Yeah. And then. Yeah. I would say inviting Jesus in is a huge part. What um, do you mean? What do you mean by that? For example, when I sit down to pray and I'm stressing out over one of the girls and I, and I come sit down and just say, you know, Jesus, I just want to invite you in. Show me how to pray for Reed. Show me how to pray over this situation. You know, lead me in this. Um, what do you want me to know right now? Just inviting him in to speak. So before you start going through your list, hey, I'm surrendered. I'm here. I want what you want. And I need the Holy Spirit to come alongside me and mm -hmm. help me pray. Mm -hmm. in maybe informed in a way that you're not informed. Totally. And then 
And then it gets to kind of the two-way conversation. Absolutely. You know, I'm just flashing back, like my, I don't know you call it, ministry career or whatever was largely spent with students, young adults. And so many times, um, coffee, lunch, hanging out, whatever it is, talking about deeper things of the soul and what you just said, Kelly and Tim, um, they would always be, oh, how do I fix or address the thing? And I would just be like, you know, God has, God's here to help kind of thing. So often we gloss over that. It's like, well, God, actually, could you show me how to like love you more? God, could you like show me how to be closer to you? God, could right. you show me like, how do you want me? How do I talk to you? Mm-hmm. Right. But so we 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 put it in a different category. Like I got to figure this thing out on my own. But well, that, that that takes that trust and lack of control of yeah. you saying I don't know what's best for my kids. God, you do. Let me let me listen to you. Well, that's why I love you know how Jesus teaches us to pray in Matthew six. So that's why it's so brilliant. And we call it the Lord's Prayer now, but you know we didn't call it the Lord's Prayer like you know eighteen hundred years ago. It's just this whole passage in Matthew four five and. I think it's four, five, and six, or five, six, and seven, five, six, and seven. And he's like, after he tells you all these things, Beatitudes, Sermon on the Mount, then he's like, and let me teach you to pray. And then what's the first thing he says? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come. It's like, oh, he's God, you're not. It's about his kingdom. <laughs> and then he, and then it's all the other stuff. But it's really interesting how he teaches us to pray. And that's why this month, as we dive into the daily rhythm, you know, with with all of our friends that are going to do this with us. Um, we're like, well, what better passage could we just meditate on for a month than the Lord's Prayer, you know, in Matthew 6. And so, friends, if you're listening, you're like, man, I want to, what are they talking about the daily rhythm? I want to jump in on that. All you got to do is go to the dailyrhythm.org and um, we'll send you everything to your inbox. It's We make it really easy for you, but we feel like let's go to Jesus. Let's experience what he told us to do with the Lord's Prayer. And then as we're settling, like you were talking about, Josh, as we were surrendering, ask him some questions about what what is it that we believe about prayer and then make sure our hearts are aligned with his and then pray. Yeah. Um, that might, maybe that's even like one of the biggest takeaways then to align our hearts with his mm-hmm. best we can. We'll always probably get in the way, <laughs> but what you, I mean, Tim, just coming back again to what you said a few minutes ago, God, I want what you want right. is another way of like, God, bring me down a little bit so that you can be elevated. And, you know, I'm putting hands next to each other. Sure. <laughs> There's no video, yeah. but, you know, just, just lining up. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. And Aligned hearts. Speaking of, um, Tim, Kelly, we got to sit down and have a talk about a big part of your story and how that idea of aligned hearts, not just with God, you know, produced aligned hearts in your marriage and all that. And that, um, and there were donuts involved. (laughs) Most importantly, donuts. (laughs) So aligned hearts, prayer, donuts. Donuts Um, and Jesus. If that sounds intriguing, then um, I personally am really hopeful for what hopefully God can do with the next episode where we where we get to have that conversation and share a bit of that story that's it so friends if you want to hear that story we call it donuts and jesus and you want to learn way more about uh how messed up (laughs) i am than you've ever cared (laughs) to know uh but uh how god saved our marriage and um if you're going through something in your marriage and you want to know there's hope uh we encourage you to check it out 
You know what it's time for next, right? Something fun. Three things we love. All right, friends, it's that time. Our favorite part of the podcast. Three things we love is our chance to spread a little joy into your life by telling you about three things that we have recently discovered and absolutely love. And guess what? We think you will too. So we're not trying to promote anything. We're just simply saying, hey, we love this and we think you will too. So you might want to check it out. So Josh Calazano, what do you have for us today? It's a good one. At least I think it's a good one. Matt's Off-Road Recovery. Is that like a local auto shop? Like, this tell me more an about this. experience I can do? Actually, that would be an incredible business model for them. <laughs> I'm going to pitch it to them. All right, so the, I'll, I'll keep it as short as I can try to keep it. Um, there's this there's this salvage yard out in Utah that has a YouTube channel. Just go and look for Matt's Off-Road Recovery. I am deep into their videos. I can, so I will endorse it so far to say like it is clean, it is wholesome, is it is hopeful and positive. Wait, it's on YouTube? Yeah, YouTube. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it, right. It's it's more than uh, kittens and you know all that Hang garbage. On. Is this like just for guys watch? No. Is this like family? Mm-mm. Yes, uh, family. So me and my boys, nine and uh, and five, will watch it. And literally, this is it. So these, these these guys, this family, whoever these people are, they got the idea of like, maybe we should bring a camera along as we were rescuing people from sand and mud and snow up in the trails, up in the mountains, like people that are off-roading. And so they just film it all on GoPros and they talk about it. And um, they've got this old guy that rides shotgun that gives the weather report just love by looking it. out the love window. <laughs> and they're, they're solving problems. And it's just like, oh, the, here are good people that are helping people in trouble. And it's so much fun. And if you're a guy, girls do, and you like outdoors, it's great. All right. It's Matt's great. off-road recovery yeah. on YouTube. Everybody's looking for a good it's good. 20 yes. minutes. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Cool. Kelly, what did you got for us? Okay. Artifact Uprising. Mm-hmm. They have these square prints and they come matte. They're like four by four or five by five. Mm-hmm. And they are beautiful. And we don't print pictures anymore. Mm-mm. So if you go to their website, um, uh, you can get an online coupon. It's super easy to order. And you actually get printed pictures. Mm-hmm. And then you can display all these super sweet memories. We have a whole wall of them. I think they do something. There's got to be something in their formula too, because every photo I take on my iPhone, and I'm not the world's best photographer, but but a darn good one. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like when I upload it there, they do something in the magic where I'm like, wow, I didn't know that picture was that good. They're and beautiful. It's really good. So I wouldn't even say, I mean, you can use the website, but like I, the I, app is cool too. I use the app. We we're coming back from Bill's 40th birthday trip and unbeknownst to him, he's riding shotgun talking about who knows what with you, Tim. I li- we made a little photo book on my oh, phone. on Artifact? Yeah. yeah. On their app. So it's good. good. It's really it's, cool. Yeah, it's really, really beautiful. good. And it's a great, like you want to show somebody I care and I love you and- we experienced this vacation or this trip together. And I mm. want to give you this little memorial stone. It's, it's beautiful. All right, cool. Artifact uprising. Bill Holbrook, what Mine, you got? Mine's way less cool. Uh, it's a company called Nick sticks out of, uh, I think Wisconsin is where they're at. Uh, it is, did you uh, say Nick's, Nick's sticks? sticks? So listen, I, I am like trying to eat healthy back off of Matt's off-road recovery. No, it's not. It's really <laughs> Nick sticks. Uh, it is a, it's a, it's a beef stick. And it is no oh. MSG, no antibiotics, no gluten, no hormones, no nothing, no sugar, no. It's it's like a hundred percent natural, 
And Sounds I've like breakfast. ordered like six <laughs> bags over Amazon <gasps> in the last awesome. few weeks because they're super healthy and I just put them in my car and eat them when I want and I eat a beef stick. So they're really good. They make me very happy. Hmm. Okay. All right. So we got meat snacks. Stick. Yeah. Meat yeah, stick. We got <laughs> snacks. It's all that U.S. grown grass fed beef. I love it. All right. Matt's off road recovery, artifact uprising, and Nick's sticks. We will link to them Maybe in the show can, notes. Do you think they can sponsor us at some point? Nick. Mm hmm. If you're listening, Jesus loves you. <laughs> and we love Nick Sticks. <laughs> so there you have it. Three things we love and think you will too. We'll put all the links in our show notes so you can check them out and share them with someone you love. Our hope is this brings a little joy to your life as you pursue Jesus. Friends, thanks for joining us for this episode of Free and Light. Would you do us a favor? First, be sure to hit the subscribe button. You'll be notified when new episodes pop up, including any bonus content we publish. And second, if you know somebody who would really benefit from this podcast, would you share it with them? Let them in on this conversation and share with them this one amazing truth, that Jesus came to give us life to the full, a life that is free and light. Until next time, friends, seek well. Free and Light is a podcast of Sequel Ministries. At Sequel, we believe that life to the full comes out of an intimate relationship with Jesus. If you'd like to support this podcast, visit us at sequel.org slash donate.